0: Hello, happy Monday. If you're listening to this when the episode drops, or happy whatever day it is when you are listening to this, I'm just happy that you are here and I hope you're having a great day so far. So, today, what we're going to be talking about is I am going to share with you an experience that I recently had with my business and some major takeaways that I got, um, some major lessons I was lucky enough to learn and realize in this experience. So in a nutshell, I tried something new. I tried out this new strategy with my business and it actually ended up going really well. (laughs) I mean, honestly, like thinking back, it, it went beautifully and I actually ended up meeting the goal that I needed to meet for the whole thing. But for like a day after this, I felt so crappy about it. I was in such a funk and just not in a good headspace about this entire thing. And by reflecting on that, I was able to kind of step to the side and, and look at the whole situation and realize like why I was feeling that way and what it meant. And, you know, it led me to these kind of aha moments and big lessons um, for this whole situation. And I know that I'm being very vague right now. And the reason why is because I'm about to explain the whole thing to you in detail. But long story short, I learned great lessons from this experience. And I want to share with you because these lessons and takeaways are applicable to any business, any entrepreneur, anybody who sells anything, period can learn something from my lessons and takeaways, and hopefully in hearing these as you're going through a similar a similar situation yourself, maybe you can think of these and catch yourself a lot sooner than I did. All right, so let's get into it. Enough with the vagueness. So this is what happened. I have been wanting to do a pretty big training for my audience for quite some time. And I do a lot of mini trainings. I am constantly doing some sort of training and sharing you know, a lot of free content and information. That's my thing. That's what I try and do all the time. And I've tested a lot of different ways to do these trainings. And you know, I used to do them in stories before IGTV came around. And then I used to make full blown IGTV videos. And then I now have a Facebook group and I do a lot of mini trainings in there. And all of that is great. I enjoy doing that. But a part of me felt like it was time to kind of turn the heat up a bit in my business, which we've talked about before, and get a little bit more strategic. Because In the past, the way that I've been doing these trainings, I felt like they weren't, they just weren't strategic enough, right? Like, you know, whenever I would do them in my Facebook group, I would kind of just pop in whenever I felt inspired. You know, I I wasn't really able to give people much of a heads up or notice because I had to wait till Cruz was napping or whenever it was just a good opportunity. So in doing that, I didn't give people enough notice. So a lot of people missed when I was on live or they didn't get notified for it or they, you know, they just missed it. Like the right people who really needed this information, I felt like I wasn't doing a good enough job making sure that they knew that these trainings were coming and how to find them. So I knew that I needed to do something differently so that, The right people were seeing my trainings, but also that I was maximizing my time because I was doing all of the, I was putting out all of this content and I just felt like, not that I was wasting my time, but I wasn't spending it as wisely as I probably could have been from a business perspective. Okay. So I decided that I wanted to host my next training on a zoom call versus in the facebook group or on just like a facebook or instagram live And I've seen other coaches and other entrepreneurs and influencers do this. And I use Zoom for a lot of things in my business. This is how I communicate with all of my mastermind girls. This is where I do my discovery calls or really any meeting in general is done on Zoom. And I love it. It's where you can sit face to face and it feels like you're actually there in person Versus on Facebook, you're just watching a video and yeah, you can respond in real time. But to me, it's a lot easier to get distracted on Facebook and multitask and, you know, get split energy on Facebook or rewatching a training versus when you were there live. All right. So I decided I wanted to do this free training on Zoom and I knew what I wanted wanted it to be. I wanted it to be my top social success secrets that I have learned along the way over the course of my own entrepreneurial journey. So I knew exactly the content that I wanted to cover, and I felt really good about it. I knew that it was great information, and I knew that it would be well-received. So after I kind of got an outline of what I would be covering, I then was kind of like, you know, in this in this type of training... This is more of like, I'm sharing with my audience the what, right? Like this is what you need to be doing, what you need to have in place in order to find this success that I have, or, you know, just begin growing your business in the way that I was talking about, but It wasn't the kind of training where I could like get super in depth and teach the how, right? There was like no way to do that. That made sense. That would be effective because everybody there had different businesses and it would have been like a million hour long training. So I kind of felt conflicted there, right? So I decided that at the end of this, I did want to have some sort of offer, some sort of like call to action, like, Hey, here is your what, this is what you need to be doing. So you can go out there and do this yourself and figure this out yourself. But if you're looking for more help and more support with the how part, I wanted to offer something, some way that I could be the person to give this support to whoever wanted it. So it just so happened that this month I have three of my mastermind girls graduating, which just means that they have completed their three months and three spots are basically going to be opening up for whoever wants them next. So I believe wholeheartedly with everything in me that a mastermind in one-on-one coaching is one of the best ways and the fastest ways to grow your business and get through these slumps and get through these areas of confusion and doubt. And you know, when you're just in a place in your business where you've reached a certain point, and you're not really sure what to do next, or you're really struggling in some area, you can buy courses and trainings, or you can get a mentor. And I just believe so much in the effectiveness of hiring a coach for that support. So I decided that the perfect option here with this training would be I would give the information you know, the what and the why portion. And then for the how I would share about the mastermind and just say, Hey, if you are looking for more individualized support and you want to work with me, I have three spots opening up in the mastermind. And if you're interested, I would love to talk to you about it. Okay. So that was my plan. And then to sweeten the deal even more, I decided that I wanted to do some sort of fun promotion. And like the whole point, like I'm sure if you're in my audience, you saw, me talking about this. It was like a wine and chat. That's what I was calling it. I was sharing my top social success secrets, but I called it a wine and chat because I didn't want it to be like a typical stuffy, boring training. I wanted it to be something that my girls looked forward to and they could come and bring a glass of wine and sit back and I would share this really good information with them. So I was trying to think of ways that I could make it even more beneficial. And I do not, I've never discounted my mastermind. As a matter of fact, the price has gone up three different times because I keep adding more value to it. And because I feel so strongly of the power of the mastermind and my ability to help any of my members. And I've always said I would never discount it. But I don't know. For some reason, I just thought it would be fun to do a one-time promotion where anybody on this call, if they wanted to apply to the mastermind and they acted within 48 hours, they could get a one-time deep discount of the mastermind, which essentially ended up being like a month free. So it's a three-month investment They would basically get a month free if they acted within the 48 hour window after this training. So even though I said I would never discount it, I just, this felt good to me and it felt fun and it made me excited because I have had so many conversations with so many women who have expressed interest in working one-on-one with me, but then whenever it would come up to the part of investment, they simply didn't have it in their budget and I get that and I've been there. So this to me was like, okay, awesome. If somebody is going to take the time to sign up for this training and join and watch and pay attention, then that tells me that they are a great candidate for the mastermind. And this is my way to kind of gift them for joining in on the training and just trying out something new and testing something fun in my business. So that was the plan. Zoom training where I was going to be talking about my top social success secrets and then I would make a one-time promotional offer of the mastermind after for anybody who wanted more individualized support from yours truly. And then this is how it went down. So I took about a week to announce and fill spots for this training. And all I did was just talk about it in my Facebook group and in Instagram stories. And I think I made a, yeah, I did make a couple of posts about it too. But I took about seven days to give my audience enough time to know about the training and what I would be talking about. And how they could sign up is I added like a swipe up to my stories and I linked in my bio to a landing page. So it was important to me that if people wanted to join this training, they had to register for it because this gave me their email for anything else, any other trainings that I had going on in the future, which is important. But also it saved me time as well. So instead of having to send everybody individual links, I could just have people sign up through this landing page and then they would automatically get an email from me with the Zoom call information. And then I could send out reminders and I could send out the um, the recording of the training as well that way. So it was going to simplify my process altogether. So that's what I did. I announced over the week, if anybody wanted in on the Zoom call, they registered through this landing page. They got the Zoom information and the training was going to take place on a Wednesday. And Wednesday came around. I think at the end of it, I had 190 something subscribers, which I was thrilled about. I knew that I would get a lot of people interested in this, but I was really blown away that almost 200 people signed up for this training. So to me at this point, I felt like the stars were aligning. I felt like I was on the cusp of my best strategy ever because I was excited about this. Like, this wasn't something that I was dreading or that I was nervous about. I was sharing something that I knew was really good information, was a really, really good offer. And then I had almost 200 people that were excited to hear it. And I was going to have their attention. And I was just like, oh my gosh, what could this mean for my business? You know, and although I had three spots opening up in the mastermind, I was thinking to myself like, wow, what if 10 people or 20 women decide that they want to apply to the mastermind. What am I going to do? And I just thought, well, that'd be a really good problem to have. And I will handle that when we get there. So anyway, it was time to do the training. We get on there. Not all 200 people were there, of course. Um, it was around between 20 and 30 that were there with me live, which to me, that was still an awesome turnout more than I've ever had at one time, like during a Facebook live training. So that was nice. And I go through the training and I get to the part where I was about to share the offer and something happened that I was not prepared for. I kind of choked a little bit, not literally, but like figuratively I got, you know, I shared the information and I got to the part where I was about to sell and share my best offer. The one that I feel so strongly about and I basically choked and I don't even know if my audience noticed it because it wasn't anything obvious right like it wasn't like I was super stumbling on words or like I I had to stop the training or anything like weird happened but energetically I was so confident with the training and then I got to the part of selling and I totally was just didn't feel as confident with what I was sharing. And it was messed up because, again, it wasn't that I didn't believe in what I was offering, but part of me was like, I was worried that everybody on the call was going to be pissed off that I was making an offer because when I was promoting this training, I was just like, Hey, come to this training. I'm going to be sharing my top social success secrets. It's going to be fun. Bring your wine, yada, yada, yada. But I'd never said like, and I'm going to share like this one time, awesome, amazing offer that you don't want to miss. And I think, I mean, I might've like hinted one time time that, hey, I'm going to be sharing some information that that is time sensitive. So you definitely want to watch live or you definitely want to watch the recording soon after. But I didn't say so much more than that. And I think once I got to that part on the training, I got in my head and I was like, oh my gosh, are they going to be pissed off that I'm trying to sell to them right now that they're showing up to this free training and I'm trying to offer them a spot in the masterminds? Even though saying that now is so silly, but energetically I was derailed. It felt like that's what it felt like. And as I was explaining the offer and the promotion and trying to sound excited inside, I was like, what is wrong with you? What are you doing right now? You've done this before you sell all the time. Like, what are you doing? And I don't know if it was because it was a new thing I was doing or what, but it was just off. So anyway, I wrapped up the training and I knew what I had done, you know, I, I, I was happy with the turnout. I was happy with all the signups, I was happy with the training itself, but I knew that I had fumbled over the sale and I knew what that could mean for my business because I've done that before, I talk with my own clients about this all the time. And when it comes to pitching yourself and selling in general, if you don't come off genuinely enthusiastic and confident about what you're saying, it's probably not going to go so well. So I felt a little nervous about that for sure. But now, you know, it was done at the end of the day, I provided really good value for my people. I showed up for them. I tried something new. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to feel as good about this as I possibly can. And I knew that they had now 48 hours to take in what I told them and or watch the recording if they couldn't be there live. And then it was just kind of waiting around to see if people wanted to apply for the mastermind. And the deadline was Friday the 17th at 7pm. And in those 48 hours, I got a ton of story reshares and messages and emails from people thanking me for the training and talking about how much they enjoyed it. So again, I it was kind of building up my confidence again and hope that hopefully I didn't screw up too much fumbling over (laughs) the pitch part. But ultimately, by Friday at 7 p.m., I had three applicants for the mastermind. Three women decided that they wanted to take those spots. So I met my goal. And on top of that, these women that applied for the mastermind just so happened to be dream clients, like women that I would love to work with. Because there have been times in the past where people have reached out to me about the mastermind and just we weren't a good fit. Maybe it was something with their business or their overall attitude or the way, you know, our own philosophies just didn't mesh. That's a thing that happens. And I feel very strongly about, especially when when working one-on-one with people, that we are a good fit and that we are aligned and ideal for each other, right? And each of these women, thank goodness, were perfect fits, totally ideal. So overall, this whole experience and new strategy went beautifully. It went really well and should have been something that I was really happy and excited about. But at the end of it, for a day, like I said, I felt, I guess, a little defeated. I was definitely down and just had this really bad attitude about it. And if I'm going to be honest with you guys, I just felt like, I don't know, like, I think I had in my mind, you know, all these people signed up. I felt so good about the value I was sharing, and I feel so confidently about the mastermind. And even though it started out, as this thing that I just wanted to do for free. I just wanted to do this to provide value. Then, you know, by trying to help and provide more value and throwing in this offer, I then kind of created this added expectation of the whole experience that it would result in All of these applications for the mastermind instead of simply me showing up and providing value. And if I meet my goal of three members, awesome. Otherwise, that's not the point. But I kind of got caught up in that extra expectation and I felt bad about it. You know, I felt like when it didn't go how I thought it would like that best best scenario when it when that didn't happen I was just kind of like what the crap like you know and it wasn't it wasn't even me mad at myself I was almost mad at my audience like you know I have these conversations with these women and they they want to do the mastermind but you know it doesn't meet their budget so I felt like I was doing them a favor by giving them this promotion and discount and only three people took me up on it and I was just like what on earth is going on here why don't people understand the value of this right and I was just I was such a a brat. Honestly, like I was a brat about this and in a total funk for a day. And then I woke up after that and, you know, did some mindfulness, like got my mind, right. Looked at it with fresh eyes and realized, you know, like I've already said, it was a total success. It was fine. I met my goal for goodness sakes. Like what am I doing whining about this? And not to mention, who do I think I am having an attitude about my audience when this is on me? It's my job to clearly communicate the value of this offer and what it could mean for my audience's individual businesses so that they know what they have. They know the value of this offer. And clearly I did not do that effectively. Clearly by me not speaking about it confidently because I was in my own head and I was worried about what they would think about me selling. That was on me. Like I have to take responsibility and own that. That is nobody else's fault but mine. And now that I've been an entrepreneur for three years, something that I've learned is it's really important to take time to reflect on what you're doing, whether it's going well or if it's going poorly. Because if you just keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to get, you're going to keep getting the same results. So I made sure to really take the time to figure out what the lesson was here. What are my takeaways in this situation so that next time when I try this again, I can tweak it a bit and not make the same mistakes that I made before. And here are my three biggest takeaways that I want to share with you so you can hopefully implement these into your own business. Okay, so the first one is Our job is to meet our goals. No matter what business you're in, you have to sell in order to meet your goals. And if you're listening to this, you probably are in the online space. So I always say that as long as you are nurturing and taking care of your audience, you're providing value, you're giving good content, you're being entertaining and educating, you're you're nurturing your audience. If you are doing that, then it is okay to sell to your audience. And not only that, but if you're doing a good job taking care of the people who are watching you and you are providing them value, then they probably want you to sell to them. They probably want to know how they can work with you further or buy your product or support your business because you are supporting and nurturing them. And I believe that. I know that. And this is what I coach to my mastermind girls and one-on-one clients all the time, but again, I guess I just got in my own head there for a second, and I obviously didn't prepare well enough to be able to counteract these thoughts, and I forgot the simple fact that my ideal client would never be offended or angry for me selling to them and letting them know, in my professional opinion, how they should move forward in seeking more support for their business. And anybody that does get offended or angry whenever it comes to me selling or you selling, then that just means they're not our ideal clients. You know, if they just want to take in the free content, great. They have that right. That's what social media is so good for. But... Again, if they have no intention to even listen to you pitch and they want to have an attitude about that, they're not our ideal clients and we have to get over that and make sure that we are showing up fully for the people that are there to support us instead of feeling uneasy and awkward. Okay, so that's the first takeaway. The second takeaway is this is what entrepreneurship and online business is all about. This is just how it goes. (laughs) It's all about trying out new strategies and taking away the lessons from it and tweaking it and showing up better the next time and then repeating that and showing up better next time, right? Like this is what it's all about. It's not always going to be pretty. It's not always going to be comfortable, but does that mean that we stop showing up? Or that we let it take the joy and fun out of what we're doing just because it doesn't go perfectly the first time or the second time or the 50th. No, our job is to put ourselves out there, get out of our comfort zone, make sure that we are paying attention to the things that we did well and the things that need to be tweaked and the things that we can get rid of and keep showing up better every single time. That is what we signed up for, and that is what we are here to do. And the third and final takeaway is energy is everything. I really do believe that had I had not gotten in my head and kind of screwed myself a little bit by being worried about selling and angering people that weren't going to get angry, because I know so many people on that call were aligned, ideal potential clients of mine. Had I not gotten in my head, I really do think there would have been a different outcome and that is okay. Energy is really, really important. And whether we are selling a $25 product or a $2,500 product, if we are not coming across fully confident and in deep, full belief of what we are selling, we cannot expect anybody to want to buy that thing from us ever. So that was a huge takeaway for me. Next time, instead of hopping into it flippantly and just trying to have a good time, which I was trying to do, I need to make sure that I have my mind right. And when I go to pitch and offer something that I believe in so much that my energy is backing that up, because I know that I believe it, but... I cannot let myself get in my head like I did last time and I don't want you to do the same. If you ever have or if you have an issue with selling, take some courses, get some coaching on that because once you get aligned, once your energy gets aligned with what you are selling and your pitch and the conversations that you're having, I guarantee you your sales will absolutely reflect that. All right, friends. So those are my big takeaways. Like I said, overall, it was a great experience. I had fun. I was taking care of my audience. I tried something new and I learned some super valuable lessons. So I hope my lessons can serve you and save you from making a couple of the same mistakes that I made. And by the way, if you were on that call, I hope it is crystal clear that I do not feel negative towards you at all. That was all on me. I was in a funk and I realized that I need to take full responsibility for my business. That is nobody else's fault but my own. So I just wanted to make sure that I cleared that up before anybody thought that I was unappreciative of all of the people that took the time to take in that training. I'm so thankful for you. So anyway, that is it for today. I hope you got value from this